0: So I'm going to put um, the two dots, Uh, basically, I'm going to put the first dot kind of, I'll just show you, I'm going to put it here and I'm going to put the second dot here, okay? So it's about that far from the edge, okay? So imagine the middle there, okay, about about an inch down. The bottom, can you see that? Um, About an inch up. And I'm eyeballing, I'm going to put it about here and about here, okay? Okay now um, I am going to put two also in the center because I'm going to use a three-hole pamphlet stitch which is what I've always used. Uh, I've never um, felt the need to do the five-hole. There is the five-hole out there if you want um, extra security that's just going to really anchor uh, your signatures in and especially if you use a lot of pages that have different sizes sometimes it's nice to use the five hole pamphlet stitch because it will catch those little loosey-goosey pages that may only have uh one one um thread going through it so it may rotate a little bit inside your journal although I've honestly never had that happen because I tie them really good and snug and tight in there and really nobody rotates so I haven't had that problem but I do see the logic as to why and there may be other reasons other people do it but I'm a three-hole pamphlet stitch kind of gal and that's what I go with even on my big giant mother journals you know what I mean (laughs) with the eight inch gator mouse those it's fine. Okay. Uh, for me, that, that's my own, my own opinion. Um, listen to, I recommend you also listen to as many other people as possible because you're going to find there are a thousand and one ways to make journals and you really should li- watch a bunch of them and decide what makes the most sense for you. Okay. So my second two dots are going to be in the middle, but not equidistant from each other, not right in the middle, middle. And this is why I do this because I always want to know where up is And when um, you're putting in your your signatures, you're going to find that sometimes you're going to put a signature in upside down and you have no idea and swear you followed everything right and you go through all that work and the signature is upside down and you're going to cry buckets of tears and this will get you out of that or at least it got me out of it. I just make these two dots a little closer to the top one and that tells me that that's my upper ones. That's top is up. So when I look at the distance from here to here, compared to from here to here, this is smaller than this distance, and I always know that this is the top of my journal. Now, you could just put a T, or you could just put a T, that's fine, but the problem is once you start covering it with material and all that kind of stuff, that goes away. So um, the way I still know is my two... uh, This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. Uh, dots at the top are closer together than my my dots at the bottom even when my material and everything or whatever I'm using is covering it so that's why I do that okay so let's even see if I can do this anymore I probably haven't done this in so long oh god okay so I'm going to use the old hand method and see how far we go I'm I'm just putting this uh um book it's like a little magazine under it so it when this comes crashing through I don't pierce my my table and I'm doing pretty good there Okay. That's not so hard, actually. Not so bad. Okay. And I actually, I broke through. I'm through. Um, what you do when you get, when you use this method is you get what I call the pokey-outy. So you can come back in through the back and do a pokey-inny to kind of handle that poke Okay. And, uh, that's pretty much as easy as it is. Um... Maybe I should reuse this method again. That wasn't so hard. Okay, I'm doing it again. And that went right through. I mean, I'm, I'm not the strongest person in the world, honestly, and this is pretty easy to get through. I am actually sticking right through into this. So see, see, can you see that? It's coming right through. And then I'm just going to go back and stick it. Okay, just to uh, in any poke those a little bit. Okay, and if you find that they close up a bit, just open them up a little bit again. You're going to want easy access through those holes. You want to be fussing with those, okay? No fussing. Okay, I think we've, we must have rolled over into part two. Welcome to part two. This is part two of making your journal um, the easy way. Okay, so we are carrying on here, and uh, you just want to make sure that these are somewhat level. So if you see one is a little lower, just, you know, crank it up a bit to meet the other one. Okay, going through, and I'm through there. And uh, I'm just going to move this one over a little bit there okay drilling drilling and this isn't even a sharp awl or a pokey tool this is a blunt edge so can you see that it's a very blunt edge so um there's very little risk of injury with this guy all right in you go here we go there we go okay and we got two more One. it's really not hard you know um it could be a lot harder <laughs> but it's not it's not too bad I'm actually reliking this again maybe I'll get rid of that other thing I have and, and not even show you that oh I will I'll show you okay well I'm, I guess I'm going to show you this way with this one this is the way I used to make journals okay and I wanted you to see this okay so I'm not using really any fancy tools other than the awl um I'm pretty sure I paid 25 cents for that at a garage sale. Okay, so we have our holes and we are good to go. So, um, I would say that I really should, Hmm, hang on, okay. Um, I did some hard uh, thinking there for a minute because I, I realized I need to decide whether I'm going to paint or fabric cover or paper cover this journal cover. And really uh, the easiest way to do it is to fabric cover it and I'll show you why. And I think just so we'll have a little fancy pun, we'll flip it over to the, this is your back, this is the front outside, this is the back outside, and this is the back spine. Uh, but maybe you want to jazz it up a bit and you want to have some ridgies on your spine. And uh, since I have that little fold over there where I fold, I covered the tape once with itself, I'm going to use that as the first place to put a ridgie. And my ridgies are simply going to be um, some more cardboard. You can also use uh, rope or thread or something, not thread, but twine, something like that that's thick, like... Uh, ugh. This is what they used to use back in the olden days they would just glue these puppies down and uh that would become the ridge actually let, let's do that because that's easy um all right so we're going to just cut some short pieces here and we're going to glue them down all right we want to make sure we get the the right length you want to be just a hair shorter than your spine uh, width okay so we're gonna do that maybe i'll do two of these together and we'll do just cut some more of these so I'm going to maybe do three of these down the back of the spine so make it look really booky like and uh there can you can you still hear me are we still recording you'd let me know right I'm not talking to no one here right don't 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 let me do that (laughs) I'll be yapping on for an hour get a book done and nobody hears me okay all right there's one and I need to maybe we might even glue three together to make a nice ridge there. There's one ridge there. Maybe we'll do one ridge here. Using this to cut the lengths. This is actually what they used to use in the olden days. And uh, they used to use twine to make those bumps that were kind of rounded on the backs of spines. Three there, and then three more. I'm just using one to decide the length of the next one. And there. Okay. Oh, I need one more. Okay, one more, one more. And okay. So I want, oops, sorry. I want to show you this old book I have from, I believe it's 1809. But if you look really close, you can see that's actually twine in there that was used to create the ridges. In the back. That's what they used to use. So we are actually using a very old bookmaker's technique. Because it's easy. (laughs) Okay. Um, we're just gonna make little wider ones, and that's just out of preference and choice, not absolutely necessary, but I think it's gonna look cool. All right, so kind of want these to be somewhat evenly dispersed. I'm not gonna fret about it if it's not exact. I think it's gonna look great no matter what. There, okay. All right, so I'm gonna use Fabri Tac, and I'm gonna put Fabri-Tac, a bunch of fabri here. Okay, a creaky old table tonight. I'm going to line those three up, put them down. Get them all snuggled in the glue, and myself too, and just make sure the ends are covered. Just hold it down for a bit so it grabs. Okay, it's going to get covered with fabric anyway, so it's going to mush down no matter what. Okay. There we go. We're grabbing. Whoop! I'm, it's grabbing me too. So, yep. Get my fingers out of there. It would hold. There. Okay. Whoops. Goodness gracious. Just let go, Pam. Let go. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm, oh, I'm retreating. I'm retreating. Ooh. Okay. I'm out of there. No, I'm not. There. Now I'm out of there. Okay. I'm gonna do that again. Here. Boat middle. I'm eyeball I'm, I'm eyeballing and you can measure We're on a creaky table all of a sudden what happened oh lordy may somebody get the oil can all right going down getting everybody in place as best we can and you can also just pick cut a strip of uh, cardboard as well that would also work I've done that before and that works just fine You can build it up. You can put a flatter one on the bottom and then put a thinner one on top of that to make a different looking spine. There's so many fun things you can do with spines. You can uh, leave your spines naked and put spine jewelry down the back. So there's a million and one things you can do with spines. Oh, we could just have, you know, a whole series on spines. That would be fun too. Okay. So let's see. We're about that far. Maybe a little further north. About that far. That far. That far. A little further north. Okay. Okay. The exact measuring of Pam at the paper outpost. All right. I think if I took the time to measure everything, I'd never get anything done. Um, Okay, so that's going to be just fine. All right, we're going to leave that as is. And now we are going to get some fabric. Just pick something that you like. Um, You can use different thicknesses. I would say this is a medium weight cotton Uh, probably a little bit of polyester fabric, but, uh, cottons are great to work with. Um, thin cottons are great. Medium weight cottons are great. Um, super thick upholstery fabric is okay but it tends to bunch up a little bit around the corners and you get the thicky book edge look if you like that that's perfectly fine and they make beautiful covers honestly I really I love the um, upholstery fabric so and I have made many covers with them Um, I just find that the thin medium weight to thin work better as far as wrapping the book and since we're making a simple one we're going medium weight today okay so now the nice thing about the fabric you don't need much you think you need so much you really don't And let me show you. Okay, so we're gonna put it like this. And I don't think it really matters which way this fabric goes. It's kind of a nice little nature design. We like that. All right. And we're gonna put it down there. I would say that's, that's plenty. And then I'm going to cut it out with some fabric scissors, which are right here at the ready. Okay. And you want to leave, probably I would say about an inch, whoops, you can't see, about an inch all the way around. And that's going to give you enough to work with. It doesn't seem like much, but it actually is just perfect. Okay, so we're just going to run around and cut about an inch. There we go, cutting. And we're cutting. And we're cutting. I'm not using any fancy roto this or... Uh, Squaring that, we're just cutting, leaving about an inch, We're eyeballing about an inch. Okay, Now oh, there we're done. Okay, so let's get that out of there so we can have some room again. Boop, put that over there. All right, now we can sit down and relax. Okay. So. Okay, now here's what I do that's a little different than what everybody, most people uh, do. Um, but I'm gonna tell you why I do it. And I don't know why, but it's always worked for me and it just makes things easier. Okay, so, I don't do that little corner cut thing because I always end up for some reason having the corner of my journal poke out. I don't know whether I'm cutting the corner wrong or what, but every time I do it, I have the corner of the journal poking out. So I have decided never to do that again. And I just do this. I'll just show you what I do. It's pretty easy. Okay. Um, let me just cut a little bit of this off. No, actually that's going to be okay. Uh, it's going to be all right. All right. Um, I'm looking, just reviewing, this is the inside back cover, the inside front cover. Inside front cover, inside back cover. Okay, just so we know that. All right. And I put a big glob here, big glob here, very technical, and highly technically advanced big glob there, followed by a rocket science big glob there. And this is what I do. Okay, I take the corners and I put them at um, what I call little 90 degree angles here. Even if it's not exactly a 90-degree angle, it will still work. I think I want to get rid of this. It's got like a, you know, the edge of the fabric, and it's a little thicker there. I'm just going to get rid of that roll. I don't need that. That's going to bunch up. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. Up on me, I can see it. We don't want any bunchies. No bunchies. Removing the bunchies. I'm not worried about my glue drying because Fabrifix gives me a few seconds to work. And then I put that there. And I just give that a second to grab. See, I'm all covered. My little corners are tucked in and I never have to worry about them coming out. And I'm very happy about that. I can sleep well tonight. Okay, so that's about just as long as we need for that because it does grab pretty quickly. And now we are going to do this. Okay, let's do this side first. Okay, so we're going, can you see? I want to make sure you can see this. Okay, so we're going to put some glue along here. Put a nice big dollop of globally glue there and a little bit on this, these little triangles right here. Okay. And now we're going to take our entire piece we're going to lift it up and we're going to fold and we're going to let that do that. Okay. All right. That's what we did. Okay. Now we're going to turn it around. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to pull a little. Little little tautness so we get it snug. We don't want it all floppy-loo on the, on the other side. And I'm going to help you figure that part out. So we're going to put, can you see? Let me make sure you can see. Okay, I'm going to put a big glob of glue around the top of this, and then on this little corner thing, and this little corner thing, because it's got to grab there. Then I'm going to pick this up. And remember, I've pulled it a little bit. I've got some tension there. Okay, and then I'm going to fold it down, okay? there we go. Okay. Now I'm not putting a bunch of glue, um, on the back, um, between the, the fabric and the book, uh, because I want a little bit of movement there. And I also don't want the glue to come through on the fabric. Okay. That's why I'm not doing that. Okay. And now I'm going to do the exact same thing. Well, let me orient you. You're like all over the place. What, what's going on with you? Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm going to do the same thing on sides, big globity glue here and some on the corners some on the corners, okay, and we just want to make sure we, we don't have any wrinkles back there. So you kind of push down, make sure these corners are tucked, and you fold over, and that gives you nice crisp edges. See that? Nice and crisp. Okay, one more side. We're going to do a little ten- tension tug so we don't have any floppies, okay? All right, can you see? Okay, gluing, Big glob of glue, corner, the corner. So everything's got glue, super gluey. We're not being chintzy with the glue at this moment. All right, now we're gonna put the pressure down and flop it over and we're gonna push and let that grab. Okay, all right. So, I got a little stickies on there, that's okay. But basically, that is the outside of your cover. And as you can see, these are starting to come through and you can also um, mold these a little bit more as we go. But I'm going to put one more thing on this uh, just to give it a little more of a finished look. And uh, you can see what that looks like when, I'm, when I'm, as I'm going. So you can totally say, hey, this is done. I've uh, completed my outside cover. Or you could say, hey, I'd like to do a little more with that. And maybe we'll do a little bit more with that. Okay. Okay. Want my stickies to go away and do you remember do you remember the trick of getting rid of the stickies it's this corn starch pouch from for embossing it works great or you could actually use a sock and fill it up with corn starch and just do this and that just d- deals with all that so you don't have to be dealing with that nobody wants to deal with that right yeah so there we go all right let me straighten out again okay all right how are we doing on time I have no idea. Okay. So now, um, we got to do something with the inside. And I think I'm going to put some paper down on the inside and I am going to pick some out and be right back. Okay. I have selected some paper and I am going to go ahead and cut this so that it fits. I'm going to turn it over so you can see the, the white side. I'm going to put a little mark on where I'm going to cut. And basically this is 12 by 12 and my book page is six. My covers are six by six. So I know if I cut it down the center, I'm going to be good, but I don't actually even need that much because, well, yeah, actually six by six would be good. And I'd probably be even a little smidgen smaller than that because I want it to sit inside of the book cover. So let me go cut those and I will be right back. Okay, I'm back. And, uh, I am going, I have one's going to fit here and one's going to fit here. And I'm going to use the Fabri-Tac again because I want a really good, strong adherence. And we are just going to go to town here and glue this puppy down. Fabri-Tac close to the edges, ed- closing, close to the edges is important on this move because you don't want any, any of the curly uppies. Now we don't want those. No curly uppies here. Okay. So I drag my shirt sleeve through the glue. Yuck, wrong shirt, wrong shirt to wear. Short sleeves, short sleeves, people. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Around the world we go, around the world. Okay, just double checking. I've got lots of glue on the edges. Moderate amount, moderate amount. Um, Not so much so that it's going to ooze out everywhere, but you want to make sure that your edges are covered. Okay, and the glue is not going to come through the paper, so that's nice. We don't have to worry about that. And I'm more interested in aligning this corner and this corner than I am about how far that way it goes. I don't care if it doesn't cover the whole thing because I'm going to be putting a fabric piece across the spine to uh, deal with all of that. Okay. There we go. There we go. All right. All right. There. Just making sure all my corners are down. Get a brayer. Use finger tool. Whatever you have. I didn't have a brayer uh in the beginning this is a brayer where is it this is a brayer it's like a rolling pin for paper or ink or something like that i don't know what its original purpose was but it's great to do this and i don't really do that i just use my hands Um, both will work you can buy the fancy tools or not okay so i'm going to go ahead and put this side on and around the world we go and you are using fabric but you're not sewing that's kind of cool huh yeah nothing wrong with sewing lots of sewing um fabric journals to make too they are really fun Um, and we'll make some of those together too just wanted to get you started on i think probably the easiest form of journal to make um that's a little beyond just the tucking in of the the signatures this would be the next step and here we go aligning this little corner and that little corner so they look all pretty. You want to make sure it's not hitting the bottom or the top. You've got a little uh, wiggle room there and that makes it look all nicey-nice. Okay, you want to make sure that's clearing the gullet here. You don't want that to be folding up on you. That needs to clear that clearly. Clearly. Okay, let me, oh, there better. Okay. All right, just mushing that down, making sure all the corners have really adhered. And you might just want to walk away, and this is a great time to go get a cup of tea and a snack, as this all adheres nicely. Just pushing down those corners. Good, goody, good, good. All right. Now, remember, you may be putting more things on here, which will increase stability, such as pockets or envelopes or tucks or stuff, and that's going to increase this. But already, you're starting to get a fairly thick uh, journal cover which is kind of nice and the fabric one feels very good in the hand and um, you can glue this uh, fabric to the backs if you wish but I found that with uh, uh, this particular fabric and this style it's, it's not really necessary honestly because everything just folds nicely if you have the tension on all the corners when you do the original fold when you're gluing down those flaps this also handles the top edge and the bottom edge if you've ever encountered how do I cover that, this is all nicely handled there. Okay, so now the only thing I'm going to do is um, I'm going to put a piece of fabric here and it's just going to overlay uh this a little bit and cover that and this is all going to magically disappear so hang on i gotta find a piece all right i found this um i guess this is thin upholstery fabric something a uh, uh, example of something rayon embroidery something or other dry cleaning suitable for bed and da- draperies okay it's got paper stuck on the back i got it at a thrift store somewhere but i think it's thin enough but strong enough to make a very nice internal piece here. And it's sort of pretty. It's got the vine look and everything. And I think that will go nicely with the nature theme of this book. And what I'm going to do is it has a zigzag edge up here, and that is going to be the top. I'm not going to have it stick over the top. I'm going to have it align with these two parts. Can you see that? Let can come down a little bit. Okay, align here and align here with that. So I have to cut a straight line eyeballing it. Now the good thing about this fabric is I can see the, it's probably like the weft or something like that, but I can see the threads of the fabric coming through and I can kind of follow that. And what I want to do is overlap about at least a half an inch to an inch on either side of the spine. Okay, so I'm going to cut this edge first so I know I have a a straight thingy here to deal with. I'm just following that. Can you see me? Am I in? Can't see. Am I in? Yeah, I'm in. Okay. All uh, right, carrying on, cutting. All right, there we go. So I have that side. Now I'm going about half an inch over. So I need to go about half an inch over here. which is going to follow this line down here. It's going to be right about there. Okay, so that's how I measure that. Going here, following that line up, following that line up, following that line up, and it's okay if it's not absolutely exact that's what i tell myself okay so i'm probably over about an inch on either side and that's okay i'm fine with that uh let's see if i glue that there then i would want to cut this right there right on that whoop where was it <laughs> okay right a little border north okay right there we'll go okay hold on to that spot can you see let me see if you can see Okay, I'm, I'm going to go right there. And I'm going to go across. I'm hoping it's straight. Not that far. Hopefully I won't be too far off. Okay, there we go. Okay, Whew. so there we are. That's pretty good. All right, now, um, I'm not worried about this thing. I try to peel this. Well, it kind of comes off. Not really worried about it. If anything, it's just going to be stronger there. So not, not too worried about it. Well I guess I'm... I must be somewhat worried about it or, or I wouldn't be taking it off. Not really worried about it. I just, uh, once I get started on something, you know, it's like following a butterfly. Okay. So we're going to glue this down. Now this one, because it's a thinner, it may show a little bit of the fabric fix coming through. So the best thing to do with that is this trick. It minimizes that, so it's not so bad. But basically I know I'm going to be about an inch over on either side. Let's just measure to be sure in our non-measuring way eyeballing looking so you are about to ish, I'm safe and to hearish I'm safe yep and then to hereish I'm safe and to ish. I just want to know where to put my glue okay so those are my kind of my guidelines all right so now this is where you want to use lots of glue and come down I can't see my little line. Oh, well. I'm just going to glue it. Yeah, here we go. We're going to town. Going to town. Going to town. Lots of glue. Lots of glue. Lots of glue. Lots of glue. Gluing over the fabric. uh, Gluing along this way. Going up this way. And coming down. Kind of like that. Making sure I'm getting everywhere. Now, this is where finger tool comes in really handy. Um, If you level this out, it's going to help reduce the... um, uh, like the bloppiness coming through the fabric, it's going to, if it is going to come through, it's going to come through more of an even blop and it's going to make it look like kind of a uniform blop, possibly even blending into the, uh, the design. That's what we're hoping for. And so you just want to kind of let it all kind of, get all those super bumpy blops out of there and you're going to find that it's going to do better. That's one of the, the things I learned along the way. All right. Now, what do we always have at the ready that I don't have at the ready? A baby wipe. Yes. Okay. I've got one. All right. Ready to wipe that glue off the finger. Now that's just settling up a little bit so it's not as wet and gooey. And let's just see what happens to this. Okay. Here we go. We're going in and we're gluing and we're gluing. We're hoping we're in the right spot. Okay, we now got a bump. We got to get it out of there. We're getting it out of there. Okay, get the spine down, and we mush apart. We are seeing a little bleed through, but it's not devastating. I think I can live with it. Okay, and remember, worst comes to worst, um, if there's a major blopperoo and you just can't stand it, you just ink it over like crazy and make it look like it was intentional. That's what you do. Okay, so. Uh, There we go. That's very nice. Okay, so now we have that covered. Now, um, I must uh, be forthright and explain that I made my holes prematurely because I thought I might be painting this one first, and I would be uh, punching the holes then. But since I have covered it with fabric, I have to find my holes again. So now I'm at the finding the hole uh, part of uh, making the book cover. So, what I will do is... Now, I kind of saw them up here. They're just tucking under the... Uh, see if I can find them. Let me use the all Maybe I can find it with you Yep. Is that a hole? I think so. All right. If not, we'll just make new holes. We can totally do that, too, because we've got lots to work with here. Okay, let me just check where my, my spineys are. I don't want to go through there. Okay, so there's one. I can see one there. Oh, I can feel them here. There, they're there. It's above that... And here, hmm, don't feel them at all. Oh, they're down here, that's why, okay, they're down here. Okay, so they're below this one, they're above this one, and they're above this one. Okay, now, oh, I need my, this guy. So it goes through pretty easily, even all that fabric. Okay, pretty easy. And I'm just going to match that one up. I know I'm probably going to hit it doing it. I'll find it. There it is. Okay. Oh, yep, yeah, going right through. Going right through. I'm only poking through a couple layers of fabric now, so it's okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, very good. Now. This one is just above that one, so it's right about here. Going to find it's like under this thing somewhere. Where are you? You are here, here, here. Okay. I may just, oh, let me just make sure that I'm north of this fine thing. I don't want to go through that. Oh, there you are. I'm probably right under that thing. Okay. You know what? I'm going through this way because I can feel it. That's what we're going to do. Edge of the spine. Pokey hole. Round, round, round. Yeah. Pokey hole. Yeah, I think that's it. Round, 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 round. Okay. Round, round, round. Mm, through. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. Am I through? Yeah. I'm almost through. Let me push a little further. There we go little woman force. Yep. See, I'm through. Okay. Making the holes and these two are right here. I can feel them. Okay. So we'll just back door you. Making the hole and I'm through. See, I'm through. Can you see that? Yep. Okay. And one more and we are home free. Oh yeah, that one's easy now that I know where they are. So you can either feel them on the front or the back apparently with the fabric and there you go. Okay, so just so you know what I use now as opposed to uh, this thing is I use